0: This episode of Stock Doc is sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, a leading Australian corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Focused on your vision, Barclay Pierce specializes in making it a successful reality. The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decision. Hi everyone and welcome to this edition of Stock Doc. I'm your host, Dr. Nigel Finch, and today on the programme I'm speaking with Garrison Huang, he's CEO and Managing Director at Harris Technology Group, who are listed under the ticker code HT8. Harris Technology has a long history and an established brand as a leading retailer of computer and technology products in Australia. Garrison, thanks for joining us from Melbourne and welcome to the program. Thank you for the invitation. Look, to start off, can you give listeners a very quick snapshot of the size and scale of Harris technology? Say, your headcount, your uh, revenues, market cap, that sort of thing.
1: Yep. Well, we uh, our last financial revenue was $13.5 uh, million. Um, that's end of uh, 30th of June. And uh, this... Uh, Six monthly, end of December, 2020, we returned a revenue of uh, 19.4 million. So we have exceeded our last full year revenue within six months. Um, Our capitalization is roughly about 32 million currently. Um, It goes up and down, depends on the share price. Uh, Headcount counts, we have about 25 people only. So, mm-hmm. we have quite the lean operation, yeah not, uh, yeah, not too heavily on on the headcounts. Mm.
0: and Garrison, for those who don't know your company, can you tell us just very briefly um the target markets that you're uh, working in, and also the you know just at a very high level the products and services you're providing?
1: Well, we sell to all the public, so we are b two c, we are e-commerce business. So we um, heavily rely on the major e-commerce platforms. Um, the product uh, product's focus are technology products. So we sell all the IT technology products from monitors, um, keyboard, um, notebooks, to networking products, routers, switches. So anything related to computer hardware, we are the expert on.
0: Hmm. And so I think just to quickly summarise, I mean, you're a micro cap given your sort of $30 million market cap, but certainly uh, a very rapid growth as well, given what you said there, uh, your half year results have fully eclipsed uh, the full year from last year. So well done. Thank you. Well, can you tell us a little about the history of Harris technology, including how it came to be listed on the stock exchange and the acquisition from Officeworks.
1: Yeah, um, it's for some of the listeners may uh, know the name of Harris Technology. Harris Technology has been around in Australia way more than 30 years. Initially, it was uh, a technology reseller and was later acquired by Kosmeyer Group in I think about 2000. And then it was, uh, Kosmaya Group, um, sold the business to, uh, Farm under Officeworks. So it was, it was under Officeworks management for several years. I think it was from 2007 to 2015. So in 2015, we acquired the Harris Technology business from Officeworks. And, uh, we, then we, uh, we did a, a merge to an ASX listed company. Together with another business I was running at the time called Anywhere Corporation, uh, which we were in the B2B business at one stage. So we went through a very tough um, restructuring phase in um, roughly 2016 to 2019. And we sold off the Anywhere B2B business and then was able to put our focus back onto the Harris technology e-commerce business. And we turned around the business in 2020, recorded a million profit at the end of 2020 financial year. And ever since, we are growing at a very rapid speed today. Mm -hmm.
0: And when you say that we acquired it by way of a reverse takeover from Officeworks, I think my understanding is that you're a substantial shareholder in Harris Technology. Approximately what, um, what percentage of the company do you own personally?
1: Well, personally, I own um, more than 30%, between 30 to 30, I think 34-ish mm. percentage.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's a very impressive to have such a high conviction uh, with a, with a CEO in a business like that. Um, can you share with us the potential you saw in the company at the time of the acquisition from Officeworks? I mean, what did you see in the business that they couldn't?
1: Well, um, this Harris Technology is a very strong brand name. For those who have had experience dealing with Harris Technology, uh, they would know the name. It has a very strong history and also very strong reputation uh, across the country, in fact, and it used to have uh, multiple shops uh, across the metropolitan cities in the country, and uh, we actually uh, closed all the retail stores in 2015. So we are now operating in a pure e-commerce um, kind of uh, format only. Um, so yeah, when at the time with uh, it was under Office Works, but it really did not have the the love it <laughs> it. Uh, uh, deserve to to be, and uh, also a kind of it's not fitting in terribly well inside Officeworks. so that's the reason uh, we saw the potential of this brand name and the reputation we acquired a business from Officeworks in two thousand and fifteen.
0: and and perhaps part of that was moving it to a strictly an e-commerce business model rather than a bricks and mortar and uh, combination.
1: Yeah, the time at the time, uh, Officeworks, in fact, had another had a one last remaining retail store. Uh, when we did the acquisition, they I did ask myself whether we want to inherit this uh, retail shop. We decided not to because we our strategy at the time was very clear that we trying to become an e-commerce pure e-commerce player. So as of today, we don't have any retail shop runs and we just operate a pure e-commerce business. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Well, look, I want to um uh, understand a little about the competitive environment. Um but that I think will require our listeners to better understand your short-term and long-term strategies. But let's to start the ball rolling. Let's um let's talk about some of the platforms such as Amazon and eBay. Are these competitors or are these partners or how do you see them?
1: Well, I mean, ever since Amazon entered, even before Amazon entered the country, um, because we were already operating the e-commerce business, many people asked me how we compete against Amazon. I always had this answer. We actually don't compete against the likes of Amazon uh, or eBay because we treat them as a marketplace, as an online Westfield, if you like. Mm-hmm. So we operate our store on their platform. That's the way we run the business. And uh, I must say that it's been proven to um, us and also to the market that the marketplace is a very strong, rapid growth segment of the e-commerce business.
0: I certainly think that that's an issue that is less understood by some investors. I think the knee-jerk reaction is to think that you know eBay or Amazon is a competitor. But what what you' I think you're right in saying no, they're a marketplace, and you're actually featured in that marketplace
1: indeed we actually the technology number one seller on amazon um so ever since uh, about the last year middle of last year we we were ranked top as the um um on customer reviews so we are very much well represented on amazon and we work in partnership with amazon because uh, as a, um, not, um, I'm not sure if many people understand this, on uh, Amazon globally, in fact, their marketplace sales exceeded their own retail business.
0: Yeah, well, that's interesting, isn't it? Well, look, um, can you start to talk us through a little bit about your medium to longer term strategy and and how you're starting to prepare to deliver on this today?
1: Well, the first thing is to keep strengthening our position in, uh, for example, Amazon. And then we grow our business in the other marketplaces, other major e-commerce businesses. Um, for example, eBay, um, Kogan and a catch. All of them have a marketplace business strategy and they are also enjoying greatly the success of a marketplace strategy. So we're trying to be, uh, currently we are tech number one. Uh, a uh, rese- uh, seller on Amazon, so we're certainly looking forward to grow our business grow our footprints in the other marketplaces such as as I mentioned the ebay uh catch and and colgan et cetera of course this many of the uh, businesses start operating uh marketplaces, so we just needed to be on that and make sure we uh grow with them mm-hmm. that's uh very much our short term and go. I mean, in the medium term, we're also looking at to diversify our business coverage, and we are very strong in technology. But we are adding more and more product range, not only in technology, but also maybe we're trying. We signal to the market. We're trying to, for example, getting into the kitchenware, homeware type products. Um, of course, we initially at this stage, early days, we. We still need to focus on our core competence um so currently we're developing very strongly on the gaming segment, steering mm-hmm. the technology, but it's a business we um we feel that we can keep growing quite uh, nicely uh, and get some um significant market shares
0: mm-hmm. okay, yeah. so garrison, clearly you're an e commerce company um I just want to clarify something here. What percentage of your business is B2B rather than B2C and how's that changed over time?
1: Well, um, first of all, we need to kind of try to clarify what B2B means here. Uh, If you are referring B2B as business uh, wholesaling type of environment, then we don't have any uh, this type of business existing today. I mean, we very much focus on B2C. But amongst the B2C customers, the C consumer customers, we also have a business consumers where the Harris Technology website currently serves a fair bit of uh, the, so we have the SMB customers mainly on the Harris Technology, our own website. So one thing I needed to point out to your listeners is that we um On one hand, we operate on the marketplaces such as Amazon, eBay, and et cetera. On the other hand, we also have our own website and our own customer base. Uh, Harris technology has been around for many, many years. So we have a very large uh, customer, uh, SMB customer, who um, still buying from us through our website. We also maintain a call center. We have a 1300 number where uh, business customers can ring and ask questions and get some um, advisors from us,
0: too. Mm-hmm. So what, what strategies do you use to acquire new customers and to retain existing customers? Is it is it mostly just price that you're using?
1: Well, price is definitely a very important factor, so I guess, in e-commerce business. You need to be very competitive. But in, a, um, but in the same time, we're very focused on customer satisfaction so just looking at Amazon, we are uh, a very top rated uh, um, seller. We're holding a 99% of positive reviews uh, amongst about 4,600 of reviews we accumulated. Um, of course, the product range is also important. We have to have the products people wanted, not only just the competitive price, but we needed to make sure we are uh, offering the products in-demand customer wanted to purchase.
0: Garrison, in terms of your product categories, can you walk us through at a very high level, uh, the split between the major categories and and just give us a sense of potentially what they contribute to total revenue and total profitability?
1: We are a technology seller. We sell uh, almost everything related to IT uh, products. So, being um, hard drives, being monitors, networking products. Um, if you look at on uh, Amazon, just use Amazon as an example. Uh, we will be a very uh, key supplier or seller for networking products. We'll be very strong in monitors and also in data storage, such as hard drives. Uh, we're also getting stronger in components in terms of motherboards. CPUs, graphic cards. So you will find, if you shop on Amazon, for example, you will find us offering these type of products, printers, scanners, all sorts. So, um, yeah, we don't have a percentage per se, but we can um, very much all the technology products we sell, um, computer type products we sell, we are holding a very decent position already mm. on, on mm. some some of the marketplaces.
0: Well, look, your company has had some very nice growth over the past few quarters. Can you talk us through some of the changes to the headline numbers and perhaps what's driving that?
1: Well, um, it's interesting why you you ask this question. Um, Last year, during the peak of pandemic, the products were selling very, very fast. You couldn't get enough were monitors, Webcams, as you know, people working from home they need to conduct Zoom meetings, um, so they, they are buying a lot of these type of products, and the it looks like uh, today this type products still going strong, but not as crazy as it used to be, and networking still being a very strong uh, element in our product offerings, and these days uh, also we notice a lot of graphic cards being sold, so at very high Uh, price because I think there is a market in the crypto mining business where these are in huge demand right now.
0: Garrison, looking at your results and the stellar growth that you've had in in revenue in the short term um, and looking at where your market cap is today, what do you think is required for the company to achieve an uplift in its valuation Comparable to say some of the other e-commerce peers. Well, I mean, <laughs>
1: this is a kind of a interesting question for us. We will continuously drive the business, drive the revenue and a profitability. We see we are on the right track. Uh, we continuously um, delivering quarter to quarter growth. Um, so I guess we'll leave to the market to the investors. To gauge uh, their um, feel about us and about our growth potential in the future, and uh, hopefully our uh, capitalization or our value uh, can be reflected through our hard work as well as the recognition from the market
0: very good well look what what um what advice would you give um, investors in terms of uh, as they're reading your announcements, what what metrics should they be paying closer attention to when reading your announcements?
1: Well, we usually give a quarterly update, so I think it's important to understand or uh, read into our quarterly figures, and in particularly in the technology space where we are the um, key player on many of the marketplaces. So the other thing is to um, to be able to kind of understand what marketplace, online marketplace is, and how this uh, uh, potential can assist us, HT8, in the future, in the and near maybe near uh, future in the months to come, years to come. Uh, myself, uh, I feel that we have a tremendous uh, potential to keep growing keep growing in this, uh, uh, alongside with the major e-commerce platforms. Um, so one thing I actually said um, a few times to s- certain people is that if you believe, for example, if you believe Amazon will keep growing, then HTA will keep
0: growing too. And finally, can you tell us a little about what investors can expect to see in the coming months?
1: Well, we haven't... Uh, we. We don't give our, as per se, uh, gardens to the market. Um, we usually keep delivering uh, the news, the update to the market. For example, we recently uh, announced some appointments with uh, certain brands, um, key brands, and including some gaming brands. We keep working on adding to Uh, our product portfolio, the key brands, and also the emerging brands. So hopefully this will assist us in growing our revenue as well as profitability. So personally, I think we just need to continuously update the market uh, whenever we have something worthwhile to, to put to the market, if you
0: like. Thank you to my guest Garrison Huang, CEO and Managing Director at Harris Technology Group for joining us for this edition of Stock Doc. And you can stay in touch with us through our StockEd website. And if you haven't already done so, remember to subscribe to our twice daily newsletter for ASX market coverage, company profiles, and industry insights. This episode of the StockDoc podcast was sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, Australia's leading corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Barclay Pierce Capital provides specialised corporate advisory and equities trading services to privately owned businesses, small to medium sized public and ASX listed companies.